0: Hello and welcome to a very special episode of the Real World Nutrition Podcast. For the next six Tuesdays, I am dropping into your podcast feed with an extra episode each week as we wrap up the end of the year, talking about a few things with regard to approaching wellness towards the end of the year, and sharing some information about an upcoming webinar I have at the beginning of December. I'm Shelly Rael, and I am the host of the Real World Nutrition Podcast, and the website behind, or I am the person behind the website, com, where I have blogs where you can find this podcast, along with all the other places you listen to podcasts, and I have, have a new membership site, which is launching full force at the beginning of 2023. So in part, this is to introduce you to that, but also to help you with some additional tips and information, as this tends to be one of the more challenging times of the year for a lot of people as they approach their overall health and wellness. Now I want to start a little bit by saying something about the holiday season. For many years, if you've been listening to me for any length of time, I've used to work. I've been a dietitian for more than twenty years, and I used to work in a well worksite wellness program. And for many years, between it varied each year between Halloween and New Year's. Sometimes it was Thanksgiving and New Year's. Uh, we would have a challenge where we focused on not weight loss, but maintain, don't gain. And a lot of times when people were part of that program, this was before podcast and blog posts were pretty new. So I would send emails to people on a regular basis with tips and strategies. And it's not so much that people tend to gain a lot of weight during the holidays, despite what people think. It's that we do gain, uh, statistically, it's suggested that we gain maybe a couple pounds, a few pounds, but what doesn't happen is that return to that weight prior to that. Now, I want to just mention this, that weight does not have to be the focus. It doesn't always need to be the focus. When people are a little bit more focused on their own health and self-care, that's when we have benefit. So focusing on what they are or are not eating, focusing on their physical activity and not staying sedentary, even with poor weather, and focusing on managing their stress. So when people were enrolled in this program, the Maintain Don't Gain program historically, they did not gain weight during the holidays. And we did more than just weigh people. We measured other parameters as well. And in many cases, people even lost a few pounds, which, again, it's not statistically significant, but it also did point out that they were more mindful or more aware of what they were doing. Now, after several years of doing that, um, I switched over to doing something a little bit different, the 12 days of wellness, so that was usually between Thanksgiving and the winter break that we had, and focusing on wellness over the course of 12 days. So I'm not doing that this year. I have been in my membership program. I have been doing the 12 weeks of wellness, and I want to share just some of those pieces of information with you on that. And then uh, we'll share a little bit about the webinar I have upcoming in December. So one of the themes that I focus on or have people pay attention to and focus on is self-care. And the the idea behind self-care is, I'm sure you've heard of this, saying one, self-care is not selfish. We do need to take care of ourselves. And in order to take care of others, we need to take care of ourselves, you need to take care of yourself. So you can take care of others. And taking care of others could just be being a parent, being a spouse, being in a relationship. Or it could be more significant in that you are actively taking care of somebody who's not well or unable to fully take care of themselves. However, to be able to do that, We need to actively protect our own well-being. You need to protect your own well-being and happiness, especially during periods of stress. Now, I'm making assumptions about the holidays being a more stressful time for people because historically, that's what people have said, that there's this pending timeline here. There's always seems to be less time. And while with the time change, we do have more or less daylight, more darkness, we still have the same amount of time. There is this perception and perhaps even the reality that there is more going on and those perceived obligations that we have. And so I encourage you to not ignore your needs your physical needs, and your mental needs this season. So a little bit about self-care in the sense of, you've, I'm sure you've heard this before, if you've ever flown in, in my entire life, I've remembered hearing this, is that mandatory safety briefing, which has adjusted over the years um, that we get before we take off, how to use the seatbelt, how to use the life jacket, where the exits are, Pay attention, no smoking, etc. And then the part where it says, in the event of a decompression, an oxygen mask will automatically appear in front of you. And then they tell you what to do. And then they specify, if you're traveling with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your mask on first and then assist the other person. And Instinctively, some of us will reach out to help somebody else. However, if we're passed out from lack of oxygen, unable to breathe fully, being a little hypoxic, then we can't help somebody. So I say, think of this example when it comes to self-care. You do need to take care of yourself first before assisting others. And if you don't, there's potential consequences for both of you. Now I want to share a couple of tips, a nutrition tip, a fitness tip to help you with this self-care a little bit, to help you with this stressful time. It's also helpful year round. doesn't have to be during this time of year only, but a reminder of these things to do for yourself. So first, the nutrition tip. I encourage people to eat at regular, and consistent intervals. Going too long without eating can have potential negative consequences. If we go too long without eating and we're hungry, it can lead to overeating. We go too long without eating and are hungry, it can lead to less self-control. People tell me, I don't have self-control. I'm like, well, of course you're starving. Your body's telling you, "Feed me." Less desire. If we go too long without eating and we're really hungry, less desire for so-called healthy foods. So people are never like saying, "I am so hungry, I could just eat an apple." And if you do that, great. But generally, there's less desire for healthy foods. And it also leads to irritability, headaches, shakiness, and that feeling of being hangry, that combination of hunger and being angry or irrational, as I said already. You know that you're behaving irrationally, but your brain's not functioning fully because it doesn't have the fuel. So when I say Be consistent with your eating. I do recommend something to eat about every four hours, four to five hours. Key here, while you're awake, while you're up and active, you do not need to have a snack next to your bed when you get up first thing in the morning. So once you have your first meal, first snack, first eating episode of the day, I encourage something about every four hours. It doesn't have to be a full meal. It can be a snack. And even if somebody is doing a time-restricted eating where they're only eating for so many hours during the day, so say if they're only eating during an eight-hour period, then eat at the start of that eight-hour period, in the middle of that eight-hour period, and towards the end of that eight-hour period. You don't have to change, just eat at consistent intervals. And then a key here is I find that a lot of people skip this. Include a protein source with each meal and snack. This doesn't mean you have to be making chicken or cooking a steak. This can be nuts, nut butter, trail mix, cheese, higher protein yogurt, egg like having a hard-cooked egg or two, and even jerky. So having a an apple is great. Having an apple with peanut butter is better. Having some crackers would be fine. Whole grain crackers even better. Having cheese and whole grain crackers would be better. And then here's another key. Even if you're having a big lunch or dinner later in the day, So, Thanksgiving's coming up, of course, or you have a holiday party or a get together with friends. So, you know, you're probably going to be eating more then. Don't starve yourself all day long in anticipation of this because you can eat more at that meal later. And, of course, end up overeating and maybe be grumpy or cranky by the time you get to sit down for the holiday meal or arrive to the social gathering so take into consideration look at your schedule make sure you have snacks if you're going to be out and about or at an office or a situation where you're not near a kitchen that's where I like the trail mix or the mixed nuts now the other tip is the fitness tip and I don't know if you've heard this but sitting is the new smoking at least That's what some people have suggested. Now, I still tell people, don't even smoke. Don't, just stop. Stop smoking, but I'm going on a fitness tip. Prolonged sitting, even if you're an active person. So if you do your exercise first thing in the morning or you do it after work, prolonged sitting, even if you're active, is not good and it's potentially hazardous to your health. Because on average, here in the United States, we sit for about 11 hours a day. That's including at work, as well as being at home, screen time, all that accumulates. And then you add that to your sleeping time. We are pretty darn sedentary here. Now, if you have a desk job, or you travel a lot for work, or you have a long commute, and sitting's a big part of your day, You need to stand up and move. So setting a timer, making sure you get up and move, pulling over every hour if you drive for a living or do this a lot, pulling over every hour or 90 minutes to take a break and walk, do something. So I know when we're working, we get into a groove and it's you don't want to necessarily take a break for the momentum. I used to do something called the Pomodoro Method and it would work for 25 minutes and take a five minute break. And I just couldn't get anything done. It felt like I couldn't get anything done in those five minutes. So I would set the alarm and I still do pay attention and take a break every 45 or 60 minutes and do a stretch, walk around, get something else to drink, Um, just move a little bit. Now I've got something where I can make an adjustment to my desk where I can stand and sit um, on a regular basis, pretty, pretty easily switching from that. But even standing for long periods of time can get um, tiresome. So as I said, take, take that break, stand up and stretch every 30 to 45, maybe even 60 minutes, but don't go much longer than that. Set an alarm, do something that reminds you to get up and do that. If you're facilitating a meeting, make sure you integrate breaks that includes encouraging people to get up and move. And this one I'm guilty of. I fast forward through commercial breaks if I can. Of course, can't always do that. But during commercial breaks, get up and move. And then this tip works best for me. I drink lots of water. By doing that, I have to get up on a regular basis. Take the stairs, even if it's one floor down. So if you're in an office and you work on the second floor, take the stairs. That may seem obvious, but I used to go to a building that had three floors and I would see people waiting at the elevator all the time and people who were perfectly capable of taking the stairs one floor up. No matter what you do, I encourage you to sit less and move more and get 30 minutes of active movement every day. It doesn't have to be all at once, but get active movement every day. So as I wrap up this first special episode of Real World Nutrition during this holiday season, I encourage you to do a couple things. Remind yourself to eat at regular intervals. Remind yourself to get up and move at regular intervals. And maybe not every time you get up to move at those regular intervals, every hour or so. Doesn't mean you have to go eat at those intervals. Tell yourself, remind yourself, have this mantra. I am drawn to things that are good for me. That doesn't mean you have to avoid those other things. It's okay if you want to watch a movie and not move for a couple hours. It's okay to have a less than perfect diet but remind yourself that you're drawn to things that are good for you. I am drawn to things that are good for me. That's the Real World Nutrition episode for this first of the first of six special episodes I'm doing. And I encourage you to check out my upcoming webinar in December. I am offering it three different times. So if you go to eatingisnotcheating.com, I have the link in the show notes, eatingisnotcheating.com. You can find the day and time that works best for you to join me for this live webinar as I help you realize how much eating is important. You are not cheating by choosing something that you perceive is something that is not the best for you and how you can get started in 2023 on the right foot you. Take care. Bye for now.